0: Primary ignition. This is Star Wars.
1: Look out. Core. World. Yes.
0: You may fire when ready.
2: From the sand-swept dunes of Tatooine, I'm Greg Kondike, and you're listening to Core World News, your holiday news show of in-depth coverage and the latest stories from around the galaxy. Now for your news segment rundown for December 29th, 2021. The Boba Fett Report. More mouse than man. And now, here's your host, Ben, Grant, Adam.
3: All right. Thank you very, very much, Grex. Welcome, everyone. Today is the day. Uh, this is the day I've been waiting for for a hot minute. I know you all have as well. Book of Boba Fett launches uh, today. Uh, yeah. So we finally got our first episode of Book of Boba Fett called Stranger in a Strange Land. Uh, fantastic. Really amazing. Guys like... Yeah, first first thoughts. What do you think?
2: It's the, the, you know what they earn everything. I'll talk about this more when we get into it. But they they earn every story beat after at least organically you know, giving us the yeah. canon telling of the escape from the Sarlacc pit. Like now that you've done that weaving weaving, now you can uh, now go as far as you want. The character do whatever you need. Yeah. To. I just need that the tissue to feel like it's part of the same body. You know, that's how Star Wars works for me. I'm like, oh that's yeah, okay, yeah, great.
3: Yeah, no, and they gave they, they gave us the the exact scene we were expecting,
2: right? Yeah, but, yeah, it's the exact scene. I just needed. I just but if that didn't happen. It would have felt kind of
0: weird. So I'm just glad. Also, at the same time, didn't like um, linger on it. Like he right. was out of that uh, starlight Starlock pit in like two minutes. Like, yeah, and they, minutes they even scene. like
2: crossfade his like is 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 digging himself out from the sand. They're like, oh, he's mm-hmm. he's digging himself out. Crossfade, he's out. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. yeah, it's like,
0: quick. Yeah. I mean, we could, could say this. I mean, maybe we're just, this is the episode, but uh boys, we're going back to Ge- Geonosis. Oh, you mean? I mean, Camino. not Genosis. Camino? Uh, Camino. Camino. 100% oh, yeah. Back to Camino. No, dude, we, it's
2: like they've been listening to us because they yeah, showed yeah. Camino and they showed like Django's helmet. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's go back and, and, and let's figure out what the fuck
0: it is. I mean, they seem to be hinting pretty heavily that he has some type of cloning sickness. That's why I think he's in the back. He's tank. pale. It's yeah, not the noxious vapors from the. the no, because he starts the episode. He starts the episode in the back to tank, and he keeps having these flashbacks. Like I think it's. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna do cloning sickness of some kind. So his quest is gonna be to find some type of cure for it once he gets diagnosed.
3: That's interesting because mm-hmm. I, I would have assumed just... now that it was just the like lasting effects <laughs> of his. Travails out of the Sarlacc pit, and yeah. Which definitely through, could be yeah. gauntlet he goes through with the uh he goes to the sand people, but then like we see him in Mando post sand people, he looks yeah. kind of fine. He's not like dying for a, not so suffering, maybe this really. a right. So maybe it's a new development or yeah. something.
2: And
0: well, it seemed odd but, that the, the
2: poisoned him. Like, look, you saw like greenish yeah.
0: vapors, maybe, but vapor but around his head. Yeah, but like but I was saying, like we didn't really get any hint of that in Mando. And it's also interesting that they show you Geonosis. It's so interesting that the only flashbacks they show are from the the prequel. prequel trilogies. There's no him getting knocked into the Sarlacc. There's nothing from the original trilogy.
3: That is really interesting. I hadn't thought about that at all. But it's like, if you're like thinking about a traumatic event getting smacked in the like... Yeah. You know, the dumb way in which he fell into that pit should have been one of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, because they seem yeah. to be suggesting the dreams are being told literally. I don't know who dreams like that, but that's his dreams. And yeah. they show his birth or his life on on uh, Camino, that his dad's death, and then immediately to being it being in the Sarlacc pit.
3: Yeah. yeah, I don't know anyone that dreams their exact Past Mm-mm. dreams are usually some manifestation of some yeah. unresolved something or other in your mind, and it's all there, yeah. symbolic, etc. But he dreams his exact past. Hey, if that's how clones uh, dream, that's cool, sure.
0: There was a lot of vision pod in this episode, like, but... yeah. I mean, it was, it was most. <laughs> I went to watch the second time, like, I clock. I didn't like literally clock it, but I'm like, wow, he's in that pod for most of this episode. In reality, he's out for like. One outing, <laughs> and then he's back in the pod, which I kind of love the, the parallel storytelling that we're getting so much flashback and stuff. And, like, Carly pointed out, because I told her my, my wish about, like, um we get less Tatooine, and she's like, yeah, but do you think he spent six years with the Sand People, or do you think there's a whole nother Boba Fett quest that happened between...
3: Oh, yeah. Then a...
0: and when we see him in Mando. So mm-hmm. it could be that he just came back to get it when he found out that there was an armor back there. Like he was probably just like, my armor's gone. So I have yeah. a feeling we're going to get some off world stuff in the flashback.
3: Do you think the flashback stuff's going to continue for the rest of the se- uh, series?
0: I don't know. Maybe. Depends on how sick he is. Depends on how much time he spends in the back of the tank.
3: Right. That right. could I be a device do. to keep him there.
0: Yeah. Well, the repeat
2: uttering of that line, you know, things would go smoother if he just. Uh, went there with their way or, yeah. you know, uh, you accept their ways. I felt like that was alluding to the, the Tusken Raiders or his yeah, time. Yeah, totally. Like, yep. he must have just adopted their culture mm-hmm. and stayed with them and learned okay. how to use the gaffy stick and be that kid
0: yep. <laughs> who was like my favorite character in the yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> the they Tusken did kid. such an interesting job <laughs> of really... Doubling down <laughs> on. <laughs> sorry, <I'm> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's I'll amazing. No, please that's do a pretty, that's a pretty good. As, uh, as uh, many times as you'd like, sir. <laughs> yeah. um, they did. They doubled down on the Boba. Fett has a code in this episode. Lots of like code behavior. Like doesn't kill the mastiff, right? When he could the dog thing, yeah, he yeah. actually ends up like petting it to death. Like doesn't yeah. kill the youngling. He's like Shh,
1: quiet. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't yeah. kill the youngling. Just
0: cr-
3: hit it in the cranium.
0: Doesn't torture, even though Matt, the Matt Barry droid, uh, oh, a lot of them, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Was that 8 8 or was that a new designation?
3: 8D8. I, was it, is it. Is 8D8 okay. back? Because I, I looked like, up on IMDb
2: okay. and it was like a UD. <clears throat> it was like UK H8. It was like some different. uh
3: I All design. the articles I read today called it 8 8
2: Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> i'm happy that's what i read it yeah too. and i think the subtitles yeah. even said that too so
3: i was just looking at the subtitles actually to see if i could get it but it's not here oh but um we did have uh robert rodriguez playing doc strassi the trandoshan which was pretty that was pretty cool um but he yeah, i wonder it if it was a set of warnings yeah that was that good was trandoshan, makeup. Yeah. Yeah. trandoshan makeup yeah 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 totally I, I wonder if he was giving us a proper warning about are we not going to leave Moss Espa? He's like, I hope you never leave Moss Espa. Yeah. Like, like the, after <laughs> like, knowing it was Robert Rodriguez, I was like, is this, is he meta speaking to the audience? Even a compliment from a Trandoshan sounds
0: like a threat.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good line. God.
0: Yeah. full of great lines. We also weirdly yeah. got what I wanted for Boba Fett or what, what I wanted from Obi-Wan in Boba Fett, which is there's not a line <laughs> uttered for the first eight minutes of the episode.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm like,
0: I love this. I love this. It that that the entire episode is really sparse with dialogue in such a great way. Like, right? It's, so, yeah.
3: The whole thing should be. I mean, like, I love Tamara Morrison, but like Boba Fett shouldn't talk. Yeah. Much.
1: Yeah. Man of exactly. few
3: words. But his yeah, Tamara Morrison's like delivery is on point every time.
1: Man's so, so
2: good. Yeah. Uh, and Gamorrean action. The yes, incredible Gamorrean action in this.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's So true. It's like, all
3: right, you like you look at them and like those are bodyguards. You're like, they look a little, you know, rotund for bodyguards, but okay, like I could see them wrecking and shop. And we finally got to see Gamorreans wrecking shop as yeah.
0: bodyguards. That was pretty cool. Um so are those the same Gamorrean guards that Luke chokes? Cuz they worked they worked for Jabba and then for
3: Oh, Bib Fortuna. Yeah. yeah
2: uh i don't know i don't I, I didn't i didn't know if that i didn't think those ones made it i thought luke <laughs> I thought was luke like, put K, full, like full energy full force no maybe it is i don't know i
1: don't know yeah
3: yeah whoever uh, i think it was you grant that said uh sopranos meets star wars no that was adam but that was adam yeah what did i say was, uh, uh that this would that in your prediction this would be um you know, Sopranos meets Star Wars,
1: like, oh, yeah, yeah.
3: I think, I mean, it's def, I think it definitely has got that feel to it. I'm pretty surprised they went correctly in this, in this direction, but I think it's going to be fun. Um, To me,
2: it felt like just super feudal Japan, because they even call him a daimyo a couple times, and I was like,
1: yeah,
2: is this like, is he like a warlord in feudal Japan? Like, is this going to feel like a Kurosawa film or like a Suguchi?
3: I think will yeah, go it, in that direction. Yeah, it still has a ton of Curacao and Serge Leon in in it. Yeah, I mean, I so, just, so much I mean,
0: Leone in there. I didn't
3: really realize like that Favreau wrote this whole thing. Um,
2: no,
0: neither did I. I was shocked at the end that when I saw that. I, it's I
2: thought, it's funny too because yeah. it seems like Dinjarin almost has the same backstory. It, it it almost makes me think that like his original pitch to Filoni was this Boba show, and mm-hmm. because because they're like let's not touch yeah. Boba, because. We have multiple directors already developing works for that character in yeah. Josh Trank and James Mangold, respectively. They were yeah, like, Let, let's just try something else. Let's try a new character. But then, when you see Mando has this deep connection to the Tusken Raiders and knows their language and all this sort of stuff, you can imagine yeah. that he maybe got lost in their culture at some point. You know, like so. It's yeah. funny. It seems like maybe there's a little bleed, this bleeding
0: into you know both character journeys. I also, because until this moment, scripts. forgot Josh Trank was ever supposed to direct a Star Wars movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? That Yikes.
3: That was a great pull. That nearly me. happened.
0: I, yeah. I forgot about that as well. Um, Man, yeah. we dodged some bullets in, in Star Wars directing. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: I think I'm I'm getting exactly what I wanted from this show. Not that I predicted. I kind of forget. But yeah. I, I think that they're telling a story that I'm pretty excited to see. Like, I... You know, I know he's got this code, which seems I'm like, wouldn't Boba Fett just kill everybody and leave? You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, But he's yeah. like, he seems to be in a tight spot there with the Tusken Raiders. And um he seems to, you know, the reason he doesn't kill the kid is like, I'd still have like, I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't just kill the kid and run.
0: I don't know. I think I think that's what they're giving us. Right. Boba Fett with a yeah. code, which is, you know, not headcanon for me, but everything I have to remind myself is like when you put in Canon right now, apart from a little bit of baby Boba in clone Wars, yeah. we know very, very, very little about this character. Right, He has like a yeah. handful of lines and minutes of screen time. So I'm like, all right, you know, that's fair. It's kind of similar to young Han Solo. It took me a while to, to get with their version, but I trust them. Like, you know, I, I love what they did with, you know, Han and, in solo and, and I'm enjoying this and, you know, Same thing, Ben. Like, I don't exactly remember my predictions, but predictions don't necessarily mean hopes. Does that make sense? Like, right, stuff right. I predicted for it as kind of like, I think they're going to go this way, but kind of internally, I was like, maybe I kind of hope they don't go the way I'm going, but I'm really enjoying this. And it feels as a, a really afraid it was going to be a Mando copy and as much as there's yeah. a lot of similarities, it feels different. It, it feels like they are doing something distinct with this show. It's, it is there was no baby Yoda moment in this episode. Right. Right. Like there's no like, Oh my God, can you believe that happened? It was just a very straightforward reintroduction to this character. It seems like they're setting up a new Boba Fett. Really? Mm -hmm. It seems like
2: the Mm. Boba Fett of old, the kind of merciless, uh, silent gun for hire, uh, and prize bounty hunter is, is net is no longer, uh, a hunter now he is now been broken and remade by these Tuscan raiders. I think that's right. the story we're going to get is what that journey was, how he's been, you know, reshaped Which... and how his how his behaviors changed and what his motivations are and he very well could be amassing wealth uh with a hidden, you know, agenda to um you know, go back to Camino, figure yeah. out, you know, his origins oh. with the cloners. Oh figure out where cloning stands now, where where some of the Kiminoans are in the galaxy, you know, like, if they could help him rekindle, you know, anything with his father, a lost right. information, data, anything. Yeah,
3: That's a really right. good long-term insight. I'd be really stoked to see that happen. Um, I didn't even, like, look that far. I was just, like, really excited to see that he was serious about just being a crime lord. Like, this is yep. an anti-era. Yep. Right. And, and yeah, it, it looks like it could be you know, it's gonna be like violent. He's gonna have some moral dilemmas. Like whenever you start bringing into the like, you know, the love or respect thing. What was what movie was that from? Casino. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, no, he's like, like, is it better to be you know, respect, you know, loved yeah. or feared uh, as a leader? And so I hope they, you know, I hope maybe he dabbles in both a little bit.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is like, you know, this show might be weirdly much smaller in scope than The Mandalorian. Like yeah. after this episode, I could Wrong see tale. it. Yeah, honestly, I could see it staying in <laughs> Mos Espa for like the entire season, right? I think the season seven episodes we're introducing all of these conflicting these characters with the conflicting wants, right? We have the mayor, right? We have we now yeah. have the business owner, which I I mean. They got to be setting her up for love interest, right? Jennifer, you don't bring Jennifer Beals in to just do something. It's age-appropriate love interest. There's clearly right. some connection between those two characters. It was a pretty strong vibe. The second time I watched it, I'm like, oh yeah, they're totally, they're totally into each other. It's great. Oh, you mean Garza thwipa
3: Hmm. Yeah, Garza Thwip. I sure do. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. No, that's definitely that's definitely a compelling lead yeah. there. Um, yeah, I'm just I honestly we're not talking about Fennec Shan enough right now. I feel yeah. like oh, yeah. that uh, she just ruled in this episode, like the action scenes with her, um, just her holding her own in the fight, her actually giving chase to the bad guys, that like
0: parkour yeah. sequence yeah. was
3: great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love a little parkour in 2021?
0: Mm-hmm. And it's also a great character because, you know, Ben, as you mentioned, uh, Boba Fett should be a man of few words. So it provides a character to give a little bit of exposition or talk about things and i like how weirdly innocent boba fett is to this world in some yeah. ways right like she has to explain like the the norms surrounding being a crime lord on tatooine <laughs> and i kind of right. enjoy that i'm just like yeah you 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 should be carried right <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> right what yeah. is what are the odds Does he uh, get on a litter at some point or no yeah uh, so- i don't
0: know i could see him like begrudgingly having to do it at some point which would be hilarious that
3: would be a funny bit
2: that is funny. It does feel like, uh, like a Bronx Tale or mm-hmm. Godfather, you know, The Untouchables or Sopranos. Just like him going around collecting debts, like that. Yeah. that does feel very organized crime. I just, and it's also very. It, it's also western. It's also, um, samurai flick. It's 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 everything amalgamated into one. But uh, I'm I'm interested to see you know how long he stays here. In, yeah. most, in the most escrow in the dune sea it seems like that character with the with his ship you'd think he would go across the galaxy and we saw that yeah. we did see that glimpse of him lifting up his father's helmet in the gen arena yeah
0: we did that
2: yeah. makes me think there might be a jedi involved in this story down the road i think that's that's almost yeah. a giant setup in a way to be like oh remember the day your father died like who killed him how did that happen how did it affect you it was a Jedi. We all know, you know, it was, it was a mace. So right. Do we see a purple lightsaber ignite yeah. in the series at some point? Is there some Jedi? Is there some sort of trigger for a Boba Fett at some point that, that calls back
0: to that little glimpse?
2: Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, I, again, I think as much as there wasn't a, a baby Yoda or Luke moment in this episode, like that's gotta be part of the, i don't know part of the doctrine <laughs> it was weird to show the waves and, like,
2: crashing on camino and then cut right to mm-hmm. the Genosian arena like yeah like, those are the two pivotal story beats they want us to hang on just yeah. to understand his youth in any way and it's it, it actually it, it's actually like i'm really interested to see what kind of like newcomers to the franchise think of this show and where they place it in the timeline and what they you know what they think is going on because like it felt very abstract in the beginning just to see, like, the yep. kimonoan like, shots. I was like, okay, like, most people might not know, like, this this whole thing, this connection here.
0: But And they also had, like, a weird parallel to, like, the, the Lars Homestead. Mm-hmm. There's that, yeah. just, that random moment where, like, I know the timeline, but the timeline's so confusing sometimes, sometimes I had to remind myself that that wasn't <laughs> right? right? Like, the Lars Homestead, because it just, it looked very similar with the, with the Raiders uh, right. doing that. Yes. The other thing... Right. I think I still think there's a good chance we're going to get Harrison Ford or D.H. And the reason why I had this moment, I was doing dishes today, today, and I'm like, <laughs> As one does the As first time does. I thought about this mm-hmm. movie since I think it came out 10 years ago, Cowboys and Aliens, not a good movie <laughs> yes, at all. Yes. But I forgot directed by John Favre <laughs> with George, with Harrison Ford. So there's right. a connection there. So if anyone can get him back, right, could probably be like, oh, I liked working with John. Like, I'll come back to, you know. Put on some ping pong balls and stand in a room for a couple hours and say some lines. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't even think he needs to be like on site or mm-hmm. like you know uh, on on set or in, in yeah. kind of dusty on location anywhere. I, I think he could just sit in a booth. Like
0: they could record dance. him in a Cessna yeah.
2: and then and then and then superimpose <laughs> him on, <laughs> in the Falcon. <laughs> Put some. Well, uh, hopefully, yeah. he's not flying that one. Hopefully, he's mm-hmm. in the back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's fly- go Harrison's out. flying.
2: <laughs> yeah. I do want to go on a trip with Harrison. Just he's flying. We're in the back. Maybe. each I, you know, get a, I each don't know. You're taking off, your but... life in your
0: own hands. Dad, I know. Get that point.
3: He's, yeah. His batting average isn't good. And staying. <laughs> yeah. It'll
0: be a very quiet ride. No, as have... long as there's like yeah. 30 golf courses between where we're going and where yeah. we took off, I'll feel okay. Cause he's a pro at landing in golf courses.
3: So actually, Adam, I wanted to get back to that comment you made about mm-hmm. the, um, seeing the, the, moisture farmers that was like a very intentional thing we saw it in the in the uh, concept art at the end um and i was wondering what path that was leading us down because we see these raiders we don't know what they are um we did a little research on the tag they put on the farm before they left um we don't i i I couldn't find it i don't recognize it yeah um i think i mean it's a fair bet they could be the Red Key Raiders, which are um, the ones we see take over Cobb Vance Town, um, yeah. Moss, Alaska. I forget the name of it. I
0: can't remember either. But and they also do say that this, they specifically came into power post Jabba's fall.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. Actually, post the em- Oh yeah, past Jabba's. I think it was past the Empire. As soon as the I Empire mean- fell. That's when that's when the red curators started. Getting... Oh no, yeah. you're right. It would have been Jabba, right? The, yeah. Because this is. We're strict.
0: also talking a matter of days between those yeah. two things happening.
3: Because I thought in episode one of season two, The Mandalorian, that they said yeah,
0: uh, he was watching. It was like as the, soon as the Empire
3: fell. The yeah. yeah. Right. They were watching it. Go down. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, this is a long way to say. Um, we, we could maybe tie this into Cobb Vanth if like. He doesn't know Cobb Vance directly, but maybe he did sort of see him and he knows that town. Obviously, that's where he tracked the Mandalorian out of. Um, so if he has to deal with those Raiders or the Red Key Raiders and like that's yeah. one of the people he has to bring into line, maybe he'll he'll lean on his old buddy Cobb. Right. Which could be really I, thought,
2: I thought that scene was highlighting two things. I thought it was highlighting the possible power vacuum after Jabba's fall yep and uh, just raiders going awry you know uh, robbing places pillaging yeah. things yeah. like that and it also highlighted the inhospitable kind of desolate nature of Tatooine, with them yep. basically siphoning the water like they're taking the water yes. from the moisture farm uh because water is is a, a resource on Tatooine that's you know not easy to come by and uh, <laughs> we learned that you, have, you can dig for a certain certain little seed pod pods to to get the yeah, water, the, but the other, other, there's really not, there's not a lot of desert right. springs or oases. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the, the other thing though, I think it, it, it also, there's a few things going on, a few other things going on there. Jabba looks away. I mean, not Jabba, Boba looks away at the killing blow. Mm. Um, oh, He actually right. yeah. turns his head, which is telling, right? I And yeah. I think that combined with the fact that he doesn't kill the youngling raider is we're getting a Boba who. Has issues with family, right? Like, I, and we, and, and Grant, as you mentioned earlier, there's a reason why we see him holding that helmet, right? Holding uh, his father's helmet. Like, I think we're gonna get a bit of a nostalgia, nostalgic based Boba. Like, he's 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 weirdly sentimental about family. Right. It seems.
2: Yeah, there's, yeah, it's family, it's strength and honor and respect. Again, he's yeah. only saved by the Tuscan Raiders because they respect. The feat of escaping the sarlacc pit they see right. him on the sands you know near the sarlacc pit they they can only imagine that he climbed out of it and they give him some kind of some strange like green juice uh that, that revives
3: revives of juice yeah yeah <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> but like not the uh, delicious kind yeah. the gross kind
2: yeah uh <laughs> and then yeah and they save his life and so there's there's a there's a, a level of respect they have for him and i think that that plays into his new motivation to lead with respect over this region of Tatooine, but i think he's going to meet some real dastardly individuals and uh yep it's it's not going to get i think his morals are going to be tested and his ideas of respect are going to go down the drain when someone doesn't respect him in an I mean, other episode right
3: the interesting thing about boba is that like we've only known him as a bounty hunter i mean i guess he was kind of a hired assassin for uh, for Java, he's kind of doing what Fennec is doing for him, I suppose. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. You know, that's what he used to do. But, uh, you know, we've never seen him sort of like outside of finding a quarry or something. You yeah. know, just never of, seen
0: him with grander plans, right? Right. Other I mean, I'm thinking
3: something. about him in the comic books and he's ruthless. Like, he's just like, yeah. I mean, yeah. he, you know, he'll play people to get to what he wants, but I mean, he's never afraid to pull the trigger. Yeah.
0: I mean, we see that. Yeah. We saw that the War of the Bounty Hunters. When it came to balance, right? We see that, and okay. I, I mean, we see that even this episode that he is capable of great violence. You know, there was the the, yeah. the much memed screenshot of him, <laughs> kind of. But but we see that moment oh, yeah. like he is he's lost it at that. Yeah, moment. are bashing he's, bashing he's
2: bashing that guy with a Yeah yeah. He also rockets a guy like yeah. the guy's in it, it, oh, yeah. it's a backstab too. It's like the guy yep. is trying to flee and he he's just, not going to hurt him anymore. And he think he'll he'll just rockets his... him. And the guy just is vaporized. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's amazing.
3: That was a great um, shot. Yeah. yeah. And it, that was telling that it was right after the conversation he has with Fennec when she's like, you know, in my, you know, in my experience, it's, it's, it's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a, it's a lot easier to rule by fear. And then like just then he gets attacked. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I think there that was a little bit of him ruling by fear. Those
2: uh, um, those shields are pretty sweet. Those like those uh, yeah, laser shields. I don't know.
3: A shields. Yeah. I was a little curious why he didn't just jetpack out of there. Maybe he needed his helmet to activate his jetpack or something. I don't know.
0: I had the exact same thought. I'm like, have a jetpack, use it. But yeah, maybe, maybe that's right. Maybe it's shield. You know, also, there's, there's the, a safety uh, mechanism built in.
2: In the beginning, I'm doing that kind of the horror movie thing where it's like. Just mm-hmm. if he gets a comm device, he could probably call someone he knows. Like I'm yeah. doing that the entire beginning of the, like the the movie. Yeah. Cause I'm like, he gets out of the sound like pit. Yep. his jaw was there. Like they, yep. they might have a comm device in the thing. Like you'd think you'd try to get there. Just call someone. Like he can't call anyone. He's just yeah. straight out
1: there. And there's
2: nothing he can do. It's yeah it's tough. I hate the doing j- that in the back of my mind, but it happened on the third watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, third watch. Well yeah.
0: done. Um, so, I have a question about the relationship between Fennec Shan and Boba. Um, that my wife brought up, which is really interesting. Is that, I mean, we know Fennec Shan's been around since the, the fall, right? Because we know that character is in um, Bad Batch quite a bit. Yep. What we don't know is when she and Boba first cross paths, right? We have not seen that in anything. She's a relatively new character. And I'm wondering if we're not going to see their first meeting in the flashbacks, that their relationship is fairly new.
1: Yeah.
3: I mean, for a while, I thought they like first met when he rescued her out in the sands of Tatooine after she got that gut shot. Yeah. Uh, that punk kid.
0: Which maybe, right, that might be their first meeting. But I don't know. They seem, there seems like there's more there. Hmm. Was she absent from War of the Bounty Hunters? All that stuff uh the yeah she did not show up yeah. on the, in, the, in the war of the bounty hunters comics yeah. no yeah it, which is interesting i think it uh, is a wild I
3: think, omission, right I, I think we all thought she would be in that
0: yeah i think they're still trying to figure out what her arc is and so they're probably a very much uh don't play around with her until we figured out right you know
1: her right. entire story yeah
2: yeah i'm wondering if there's like a, a big crimson dawn story that is locked between you know the beginning and end of the original trilogy that connects to yeah aside from the one we got in yeah. the comics but uh, something that connects to maybe darth maul's reign
3: i mean and fennec I've...
2: shand and boba fett and things like that
3: yeah i mean it, it it seems like their goal is to wrangle all of the Jabba's like underlings back to back in line and i mean that's multiple systems you know they, they could do 10 seasons trying to do that It doesn't matter how many pulls in line like you probably want to conquer tattoo or Tatooine first or at least moss Espa. but i mean java's reach political reach extends across the galaxy so right um yeah they've got plenty of stuff to work with there if they they could bring in crimson dawn it looks like you know they're creating smaller syndicates which is fun
2: guys the the mayor the major domo for the mayor of oh Espa. yeah was rolling like Nat twenties on all his like diplomacy roles like <laughs> D. Like he was crushing the charisma was like off the charts
0: for that character. I'm I'm so glad that he <laughs> survived that meeting because that means we're gonna get to see him interact more. And that was like that might have been my favorite part. Like, it was like almost
2: was like it was like I want to see Qui Gon and him in a room talk for like <laughs> yeah, twenty yeah. minutes.
0: Just <laughs> The
3: and plumber. each demuring to each other Just over and over <laughs> just again
0: of, uh, it's a An understandable <laughs> misunderstanding <laughs> Oh yes, yes. Adam, I mean, that character was the highlight Of this Yeah, episode. agreed. I was like, I am in love with this character <laughs> Give him his own show Yes <laughs> I thought it was David Sedaris for a second No, I, I thought so jacket. too, I was trying to yeah. figure it out And it is an actor's like, been. he was in Veep and some other stuff So he definitely Yeah, he's definitely around as a character actor But he's, he's really good so is it david is it pascal david pascal i can't remember but it was uh he was he was good
3: very low and what's the Garfaliquax? is uh oh is that's the one i got uh maybe that's the um ponda baba type character, the aqua oh
0: that might have been the Aqualish, yeah
3: i don't know why it was like pulling teeth trying to get credits after the show i was like guest starring yeah,
0: yeah david and they, had, david they Pes- gave Pes-
3: daniel yes. logan
0: his I know part. they gave Daniel Logan a credit, which is awesome. Good yeah. good for them. Good yeah, for I
3: him. mean, half the reason I think they put in that, I mean, at least that was my thought, was they put in that scene was just so Daniel Logan, um, you know, the Geonosis scene was so Daniel, Daniel Logan can get some, like, more screen time.
0: Yeah, a little nod to him to, his, to <laughs> yeah. you know, the fact that he plays it, it. It looks slightly, so slightly
2: enhanced because I, like, I think we were watching Attack of the Clone right after, right after watching the episode because we just wanted to go see that I scene. Mean, and it looked like just better color
3: grade
2: oh yeah, <laughs> was like, no, it yeah color, changing. the
0: color grade was on point I know they're changing I, it, stuff they're just the of the clothes, it's like it's a little bit it took raises. me a second to realize that it was actually a flashback and not they didn't do it for this because they did clean it up a lot like it looked like it looked new it um, and you and can it's see
3: just, that his head's not in the helmet which I don't remember that being the case oh,
0: no no so in the newest version watch the newest version you actually see a shadow thumping out of the out of the helmet so you actually do see Django's head (laughs) but not
3: when he lifts up the helmet
0: no no what at during the decapitation oh okay yeah because like that's i think that was one of the last lucas can we talk about that there's a
2: decapitation in a star wars movie
0: yeah and it's like a
2: pretty vicious decapitation
0: yeah by a jedi (laughs) by a hero jedi right, yeah. attack
2: of the clones just went up in the ranking, guys.
0: I we'll talk about <laughs> it in the next segment, but I also spent, solo
2: is good i I, I think yeah, I
0: think I that. almost spent a lot of money on a on a on a uh, attack of the Clones <laughs> print. I didn't
3: oh, but I almost spent
0: I almost spent four hundred dollars on a uh, <laughs> on four a, hundo. yeah, oh, man. I wish
3: they did. had a rare all right, we're gonna get to this segment. We'll
1: get there. We'll I, get I there.
3: imagine having an attack of the Clones t-shirt I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. That would be my prize possession, I think. Yeah. Um, um, Rad, anything else about this uh fabulous episode? I mean, it was it, it I mean, we're skipping long. over
2: two of my favorite scenes. I
3: All think. right, well, let's get to them. Let's
2: do it. My first favorite scene is the 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 fight between Boba and the Tuscan Raider, the warrior. Oh yeah, uh, female yeah. warrior, uh which right. was really cool to see i felt i i looked it up it's actually the the stunt uh it looks like it's the um stunt performer for like captain marvel and oh wow wonder woman so like yeah. the action is yeah. just on point. Like, really her, good it, yeah. she, like, even though her stance like just how she wears the tuscan raider armor just like she, how poised she looks in mm-hmm. the fight like yeah so great like all that stuff is fantastic that fight was just superb and i can't yeah it was superb Greg, how that relationship runs with the with the leader of the tuscan raiders yeah the, the guy with the big armor and jewelry and then her as well i want to see how their relationship continues her and boba fett and what
3: happens I, I feel like they're that's the mother and father of the little weasley guy that we see running
2: yeah 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 same read
3: because they look at each other. It's kind of a fun thing to do and you don't understand anything they're saying, but you still can look at them and be like, all right, they're yeah. like these is how Tuscans raised their kid. I think he was like letting him beat up the prisoner because he's just like, Ugh, "Let this is you know, there's nothing wrong with violence in our society. Let like, go. Just like, w- we'll let him do it. But I think that's yeah. when like they look at each other and she's like, you really want to let him beat up a prisoner? And he's like, meh. Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Then <laughs> yeah. the
2: other scene that was like the biggest surprise and kind of just I yeah. couldn't believe it. Was the 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 kind of like Harryhausen monster yeah. attack yes. at the end yeah. of this?
1: Very Harryhausen. House. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> I it's so true. Uh referred to as on uh on uh close captioning as sand creature.
2: Yes. <laughs> nice. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh yeah, and and that creature I don't I looked in like the OG no. Legends Atlas. I looked in the the current That's atlas mic. Alien archive, like that is a new
0: it's creature. Fascinating creature design.
3: Yeah. It
2: did not scary.
0: Terrifying. It looked rich.
3: I love the way it walked. It was actually a really yeah. cool gate. It was just like perfect ILM, like doing awesome
0: yeah. creature stuff. I I was super judgy the first half of the time it was on the screen. I'm like, this is mm. not like Star Wars. This is this is weird. And then yeah. I got over it real quick. I'm like, this is so Star Wars. Like something about <laughs> it's just like Cause it is, it has very six arms,
1: Let's, so they're yep. all arms, like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> all there are no arms. legs on this creature, all know.
0: arms, and that is like that is the most ripped thing since ben Swallow we've ever seen. On <laughs> <Star-Horse Street. laughs>
2: it's just a ripped lizard,
0: yeah, yeah. I was wondering
3: if that was, I don't know, I don't know, like I feel like that's where you put a crate dragon, but I'm glad they're like, you know what, there's I, gonna be other terrors hiding in I, Tatooine.
0: Yeah, when it first started, I'm like, "Oh, are we just gonna get another crate dragon because I'm already a little like, can we get off Tatooine?" But like, yeah, it's great. They introduced <laughs> another creature. I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm on board. I'm back on Tatooine. I'm happy." Yeah,
3: Grant, what was your second favorite scene?
2: Oh, sorry, you no, know, that it was, was it was those uh, oh those, uh, the swallow first the, the fight swallow, and then the swallow, swallow reptile um, <laughs> swallow who Ray. who Boba Fett then uh, chokes with a chain much like Leia yep. in Return yep. of the Jedi. Yep. It's like Exactly, exact same scene
3: yeah um even at the tongue which is kind
2: of odd choice that was kind of an odd choice and yeah that's i was yeah that was a big action interesting choice with the chain at the end there i thought that was kind of a it was a was a cool flashback i was unexpected in a lot of ways yeah
3: i did love actually the sort of king of the hill scene at the end where the father like understands what went down um, yep. in the <laughs> and he sort of just hands him his like his oh, a, a Miller light, hands light to, uh, to yes. Morrison. Yeah. And um, I mean, it yeah. was a great way to end the scene, too, with him just drinking the water and smiling like that was pretty. I mean, it, it feels super Kurosawa to me. like yeah, it, it does. In such a great way. And then there was enough. It, it was like Robert Rodriguez light. I don't know. I, I always want more. But definitely like the super like crazy washed out film grainy grainness uncertain scenes yeah. really fun and some vignetting and um yeah the flashbacks
0: have that yeah. the green the grainy green tint yeah and vignette and especially when he was coming in and out of consciousness like they had they they, they use that i think it's great i am pleasantly surprised with how slow the plot is moving meaning yeah. that like The fact that he sends Fennec Shand off to chase after those, the assassins, we know she gets one and that is not resolved at all in this episode, right? Of why, of of what, of of bringing it back. And I'm like, that's great. Cause I feel like in a Mandalorian episode, everything is pretty much that would have been wrapped up. You know what I mean? That would have been wrapped up and he would have been off to another adventure, but this is a different type of show. We are slowly building this empire.
3: Yeah, I love the slow play on this. Yeah, episode. me too. I, the first thing I did um, was this was look at the runtime on it
0: because I yeah. like
3: I was really hoping to see like an hour and 14 minutes or something.
0: <laughs> never going to happen.
3: No, no. But you never <laughs> know. A kid hour. can <laughs> <scream>. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um
3: And it was like, what, 38? Which isn't, yeah. he's, isn't bad. Um But A it longer. Felt, it felt longer it um, to me yeah. because I think of how slow they played everything. And I love that. I, I hope they do it the rest of the time, just like have these long scenes and let them develop and play out yeah. and really do these character dives with aliens. Like everyone's an alien in this, which is so cool. Yeah,
0: that's true.
3: Um, yeah.
0: Super I mean, fun. Just the Rodian. Ugh, yeah. The Rodian was great, great. Character. Yeah. And
2: we, we, the Rodian has like, uh, we have repeat scenes with the Rodian. Like it's, yeah. The yeah. Rodian character is featured heavily. In the there's
0: episode. a character arc for, there's an yeah. arc in that character. <laughs> that, it's right. not a good one, but there's an arc. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I know. Yeah, he was yeah. super coward was From just like don't do
0: Yeah.
1: Great.
3: Then I oh. did catch, and he's he curses like a sailor too. The uh, there was a slimo and a poodoo and a couple yeah. other uh, yep. curses he hurls at um, at Boba, Boba Fett, which was fun. Yeah.
2: He gets like stomped into the sand at the end. It's he didn't
3: really show his death that much. He was like, yeah, like stomped into the sand. I know under yeah, because
2: this monster could have torn this group to shreds in like multiple shots it's like clamped onto people and i'm like what it's not doing any like
3: you could rip a person in half no
2: any other ip it would be like a wide shot tear thing apart that's the thing
0: is i feel like i feel like (laughs) favreau was originally directing this thing like a robert rodriguez joint right and and then and then probably they're like yeah it's still on disney plus john like like (laughs) we got to you gotta yeah, cut yeah. This. you got to cut there. You got to cut. But there. even if they
3: like, there was a scene where it was like turning its back when it had yeah. the Rodian and I was like, okay, maybe that's when he rips it apart, or off, right. or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we I get, get a bloodless, a gut-wrenching throat. scream from the yeah. Rodian. We
2: get
0: a but bloodless. He just chokes
3: th- it out. <laughs> he <just>
2: stomps <laughs> it into the sand. I
0: that's it. That's what yeah. I saw. yeah, and the only way yeah. I knew it was dead is when they came back and he wasn't with them. I'm like, oh, right. I guess the Rodian's dead. They also was a bloodless throat slitting in this uh, in the fight one of the gamorians right right oh, that was an awesome that was an awesome yeah. scene though just because it was like
2: gladiator and
0: yeah yeah the so,
2: rodians are looking awesome just,
0: I feel like they are yeah. upping the violence in the show as much as they yeah. can you know what I mean with it staying within the bounds of star wars
3: right and that's what I wanted it just to give it a different flavor yeah. I mean I hope he keeps going you know like I hope they keep going with this like I mean anti-hero line with him. I hope you know it's essentially out of greed or power or whatever that he wants to be this crime boss. Um, you know, he will I'm sure hes he'll have um, some good virtues being shown as he does it. But um, yeah, I'm excited. He's just going to keep being a bad guy. You know, yep. we were promised a bounty hunter in The Mandalorian, right? But we never really got it. He was always just sort of like on the run from everybody. And, you know, it's some mal characters. Now we've got a second chance at a bounty hunter, but he's really a crime boss. I just think... This is going to give us the opportunity to really like look at the criminal underworld in first person. Because I, yeah. I just there's there was so much crossover with the Empire and Mandalorian, and now with the the other Mandalorians and everything. Like, and him just sort of on this solo mission. Like, I think we're going to get up close and personal with a bunch of different crime syndicates, and it'll be super fun.
0: And I think that's a part of the benefit of having Favre more involved than I thought he would be in this is that he knows where Mando is going and I'm sure he wants to keep those worlds as separate and distinct as possible until they have to come together. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also looking at ways to differentiate, I think. Yeah. Mando
2: and Boba Fett. I feel like, and with these series being like an incubator for directors, it's kind of interesting that we're getting a lot of like melee fighting in this, ep- in yeah. this show versus the gu- yep. like Mando was a Dinjaran was a gunslinger. Like yeah, he was all a, blasters. a sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah, all blasters. Now they're trying to make Boba Fett more of a melee character, and what's great about that is then directors can come in and do a lot of choreography and retain some of the best stunt performers in the world uh, right. to do these shows. And then what happens here is they can get really good at melee martial arts choreography, and then they can uh, th- these directors can then move on to make features with with Jedi and Sith choreography. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's interesting about the stunt performer thing that I didn't really think about is that. You know, in other movies, they're usually they're doubling for someone. So they call them in where there's a scene where they need to do a stunt. Star Wars, like you're in masks like that Tusken Raider is, is going to be played by that that stunt performer probably the entire time. Right? right. So this must be really nice for stunt performers who are like, oh, I'm just not getting called in when I'm doing this. I'm actually right. this character. I am this character front and back, which is kind of yeah. cool, I'm sure, for them. Yeah,
3: it's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. A lot to love about this series. Um, mm-hmm. I think the the most important thing we haven't talked about yet, which is the music. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's incredible the score. So I was convinced when I watched it the first time that it was all the big uh, Gorenson. But um, then I saw it's actually so they use Gorenson's themes, but the yep. score is composed by Joe Shirley, um, mm-hmm. who's worked on Black Panther. He's just like he's a Marvel guy. He's oh, done okay. a bunch of these things. And, he's, and he has a long history with, little, with big Gorns. yeah. sort yeah. of they, they work like in the same audio team. And I don't know if he's I, I it just feels to me like he's doing most he's doing the score, but he's just using the patches and the sounds that Goranson made and the themes that Goranson made um, just because it felt different. There was a lot more strings in this. I think before Grant, we were talking about that, like, yo and like yeah. the vocalization yeah. that yeah. like reverbs out. I think yeah. that's a theme that Joe Shirley composed, which I, I like that one a lot.
0: That was super cool. I noted, I caught that the second time around of how unique that felt. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an updated western.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah totally. really, it sounds mariconic. like the Dollars
2: trilogy or, you know, good, yep. bad, ugly, but it just feels updated. Feels like yeah. modern uh like mixing and feels like modern sampling. Uh and then the kind of abrupt stop and echoing of mm-hmm. that sample was like, oh, this is how you basically make a modern, a sci-fi Western. And so yeah. to me, this feels like sci-fi Western in all the best ways. And, yeah. uh, and I feel like it feels like the true nitty gritty sci-fi Western that Mando, uh, Mando wasn't and couldn't yeah, be we, because right. it turned into a Lone Wolf and cub
0: sort of. Exactly. What uh, we were expecting, what we sort of were right. what we were sold, I think in a very thoughtful way. Is I love the, what they did with the Mando's. They sold us what they what they what we thought it was going to be. And it was a great little bait and switch in a perfect way. Because then yeah. then I remember after that first episode, we're just like, wait, what is this show now? Yeah, this show <laughs> in totally a good everybody. way. Yeah,
3: yeah, um, yeah. There was my I think maybe my favorite theme that uh, Gornson's written, which was um, capture the flag, and mm-hmm. it's that that cla- that Boba theme that we used a lot when they were in that. Um, I think it's god 14 it's when they're on the jedi mountain or the jedi right. temple in Tycho. i guess that's where it was yeah um, when we're first introduced in season two and it's just like don't yeah. they use it once and they used it to great effect but that's the one like i would yeah. you can know so rest safe that um when that plays i'm going to be standing up and raising can, my arms there's
2: that like chilling kind of like a woodwind
3: uh, yeah it's like it's, yeah it's, yeah it's yeah, kind of
2: terrifying.
0: So, it's like a war horn. It's, it's yes, it's so great.
3: good. We it's so also
0: good. got an updated uh, cantina theme. Yeah. Yes, we
3: had a new cantina <laughs> yes. song that's which is yeah.
0: brave. Um yeah. but it's
3: really good. We got um, was it Snice Noodle was there on the yeah uh, Max Rebo. Max, Max Rebo, Rebo was there. Rebo. Sorry, and, uh, Max Rebo. So
0: survived the uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: The
0: He's looking good in, of the yeah. uh, sail barge.
3: Right. Tickling the eye. Yeah, he survived the sail barge. Yep. I wanted just a scene of him, Max Rebo, <laughs> sprinting across the sands with like yeah. maybe a keyboard in one arm or yeah. something. Um,
2: Yeah. I used to think the ultimate bar table was R2-D2 with the kind of cocktail holder, mm-hmm. but now I got to think that black Astromax, like the couple Astromax we see in these scenes. It's like, oh, these are the ones I want. These are the ones I want in the corner.
3: Right. <laughs> oh, with oh, the tiki God, cocktails? Even... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good yeah those are slick those are definitely slick um yeah good times that was really nice to i don't know it was it was a fun um that was a fun scene yeah uh, with the music so yeah another so, great wait coach. who
2: is the mayor of mos Espa? do we have any guesses for
0: that
3: oh man i, I don't know I, if we, I, I ron perlman maybe uh <laughs> ron perlman yeah, that's, that's a, is he yeah,
1: in
0: the show that's a solid guess
3: <laughs> yeah no i don't know Not, don't i don't know but probably
2: <laughs> Wow, no, i would I really cast
3: ron be. perlman for that job maybe
2: um yeah, great first know, yeah. episode um dude to okay. see the traditional long underwear from underneath the Bo costume for for <laughs> as long as we did was special like come on guys
3: shut no up. i was really excited about that
2: Beautiful title, too. I just loved how it opened, Stranger in a Strange Land. You got a little taste of that score in the beginning, that Western. Yeah. yeah. Did a Western score.
0: And it took a while to give us the the, the uh, title. Yeah. you we were in it for a while. Yeah, it you did. Was, yeah. yeah. It did.
3: Cold open for a minute there.
0: Yeah. You know, like, boca, boca. I love a lot and cold open. Mm.
3: Yeah. And I think that's probably telling, like, how all these episodes will fit together. Yeah um yeah i can't wait i can't wait till next week to uh get more of this but e too.
0: this is super fun he's more mouse than man twisted and evil all right i uh i went to galaxy's edge last week nice. and, uh i can uh share my experiences I, I won't go into you know boring amount of detail but um you know it was an interesting time to go it was uh you know we're we're in the middle of COVID. So that is definitely something to think about while you're, while you're in a giant area. I'm going to, that's going to be relevant in a, in a moment. Um, And it's also the busiest, busiest time of year at Disney. So it was that Um, it was, it was a great time though. There was a lot of times where you didn't notice either of those things or think about it. Um, I will say the third time was a charm. charm. My wife and I ended up going there three times throughout the week. We were at Disney.
3: (laughs) No kidding. Three times. Yeah.
0: Three times. Um, And and that wasn't out of um, uh, a feeling of, oh, my God, I need to go again. It was out of uh, this was not what I wanted my experience to be. So we'll try again. (laughs) Um, that's the first yeah yeah. exactly the first time was because we went with my entire family and we had um, our little one our youngling with us and uh, she's not going inside anywhere for obvious reasons Um, so we were just mostly walking around looking at stuff Um, we did do the smugglers run ride because we were able to get a lightning lane pass and we can do rider share swap which is just a fancy way of saying like my wife and I could go and then while my parents watched the youngling and then my parents could go while we watched. So, so we did that. Um, that first ride, we were engineers. I don't know if you know how the mechanics of that ride works, but you get one right. of three pilot, jobs,
1: go pilot, pilot, engineer,
0: gunner, gunners and, yeah, yeah. and engineers, a sure. uh, little tip. Do not, if they ask you, uh, Hey, do you guys want to be engineers? That allows you to skip the line. Say no, wait in the line <laughs> here in the back That's of the ship, the boring one. hitting yeah. buttons. I, I got out of that ride and said, I'd rather go do star tours. It, it was really underwhelming. Um, uh, oh, really? but, but, but the, the line is amazing. The other thing is because we did the lightning lane, you go through the line very quickly. So there wasn't a lot of time to appreciate some of the cool stuff going on. Um, but we mostly did that to avoid standing inside for a long periods of time. So,
1: right.
0: you know, when, uh, the world's a little more normal, it's definitely worth doing that, mm-hmm. but super cool uh the the line mechanics are really neat because they 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 split you off very quickly and then suddenly you're in the you're in the millennium falcon and so you're walking past the uh the um table um you are going i I sent you guys pictures of the gunners tubes like you walk right past that it's very neat um And then so we did that and then we walked around a little bit. I got myself some blue milk, which was delicious. And then and then it was time to leave. So we were there for probably just like under an hour the first day. And then we wanted to do the rise of the resistance, which is kind of the big new ride there. Um, The issue with that is that you can purchase. You could spend extra to try to get into the ride. So they don't have like lightning lane or fast pass or anything like that. You have to actually spend fifteen dollars a person to 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 get premier access to that ride, uh, which totally willing to do, except they sell it to people staying on the resorts first. So all of those tickets are sold out by wow. the time it opens up to the plebeians who are not able to afford to stay at the uh, resorts. Um, which, you know, fine, whatever, I get it. It's capitalism. Um, so we went the second time, which was a couple of days later, just my wife and I, uh, knowing that we were going to spend two to three hours in line in the ride. We've done it before at Disney. It's you when you know you're going to spend that time, you just pass the time. There's a lot of things to see in line. I texted you guys, I think, saying I just just entered a three hour line for Rise of the Resistance. Yes. I get out of that ride five hours later. Wow. Five, five hours,
3: hours? Yeah. Were there bathroom breaks? Like, holy
1: cow. No,
0: they did allow people to, they came in and allowed people to leave the line and go use the restroom if they needed to and go outside to take a break. Um, what happens with that ride, and this is just fair warning for anyone going to Galaxy's Edge, is that if that ride breaks down, it takes an hour before it can restart because it takes that long to restart the entire system. Wow. So if any mechanic goes wrong, and there are lots of mechanics that could go wrong in that ride. It takes an hour to reboot the entire thing. Then they have to take all the people that they kicked off of the ride back on. And then the people who bought the lightning lane pass get to go on. So if it breaks down and you're not in the lightning lane, that you sounds, are waiting two hours. That sounds hours like it's needlessly
2: complicated, Adam. That sounds. It
0: needlessly is needlessly complicated. complicated. I will also argue, and this is, I, I promise you, this is going to get much more positive after this. I think it's extremely disingenuous for them to be even riding that, running that ride right now. Because it is not working. Because every oh, day wow. I was looking on the app, it was breaking down constantly. Wow! And people were getting stuck inside. And this is in the this is in the era of COVID, where you're stuck inside rooms with people for hours, wearing masks. True, but still, it's it, it is. I, I I'm not happy about that at all. Um, I, I I think you either just do the lightning lane purchase and don't let standby go. But anyway, um, now. I don't think the I next next we, so we took you. Mind. You
3: were in line for five hours and then took the
0: ride. I mean, we were in line for four hours and forty minutes, and then we took the twenty-minute ride. <laughs> it's a twenty-minute <laughs> ride. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the next logical question is, was it worth it? Yes. The answer is no, because no ride, no no line, no ride is worth a five-hour wait. However, if there was a ride that could ever get closest to being worth waiting in line for four and a half hours, it is that ride. That ride is spectacular. It is amazing okay. um it is an experience unlike any experience i've ever had in terms of a theme park ride because it has multiple um levels to it um you are first put onto a resistance cruiser and you're just standing around it's basically a fancy elevator but you're watching nine nub talk to you you're watching um you're you're watching um what is admiral Akbar's son is it Gale?
3: Gail Akbar. Yeah. Bar- oh no, no, that's that's his real name is Gail. Oh. That's Admiral oh, no. Akbar's that's
0: first right. name. But you know his son who's in the yes. la- in the last Afab a- a- or a- Yes. A, it's a-, a- AfTab. Tab. I think it is AfTab. AfTab. Maybe. AfTab Akbar. Yeah, right? yeah. Well done. Um, Sorry, but you're basically watching that's this that's resistance. Great. You're you're watching the screens, you're watching the screens in front and behind you. You get you get sucked onto a first order cruiser. You get let out by first order officers. You're put in line. They are fully immersive. They're acting like first order. So they're coming by and like actually shut, like moving you a little bit to make sure you're in line perfectly. Um, Then you get put into a cell and then you are broken out of that cell from resistance people and then put into the ride itself. So the first 10 minutes of this, it's just another line, but you don't feel like you're in a line. And then you're just going through this amazing, That's such smart design. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is one yeah, of the best cute designs I've ever seen in a. In a, and you know me, I love my cues in uh, in theme parks. So it, it, I mean, it was really amazing. I think once they figure out what's going on, and and maybe it's a little less popular, it's totally worth it. I will say I will never go on that ride again All unless right, so, I get access to it.
2: So Adam, can I ask you yeah. a few questions right now? Please. So, Having read the Galaxy's Edge novel uh, by July Last Dawson, mm-hmm. uh, Black Spire, I believe it was called. And then uh, having read the Galaxy's Edge comics, did you catch, like, did anything pop out? Like, any Easter eggs pop out from any of the
0: kind of yeah, especially material? at the Doc, doc doors. So I'll, I'll skip ahead real quick. So we went back a third day because by the time we got out, the, the Galaxy's Edge was closed. <laughs> right. <laughs> there. So we came back a third day, and the third day was amazing because, and this will kind of answer your question, Grant. We didn't go on, had plans to go on any rides. We just wanted to do shopping and explore. So we got there at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Again, my parents... Uh, gracefully accepted the, the child uh, babysitting duties. And we were there from 2 p.m. till 10 p.m. So we spent eight hours just wandering oh. around Galaxy Edge. And doing that was amazing because we saw Vri, uh, Vi, was it Mirandi? Mur- yeah, Vi Mirandi. We saw her walking around Oh, cool. um, they don't interact as much again because of COVID, but we saw the kind of some of the scenes. Now, are um, they masked? The uh, the no,
2: players?
0: because they are distanced because they're up on stages, they have it's... like these different areas they're walking back and forth to. It's actually just like a moving play, it's sure. kind of neat. Um, Those little set
2: pieces, that are yeah, cool.
0: little set pieces by an X Wing and then by a speeder shop and then by the first order landing pad next to a giant X Wing or I'm sorry, a TIE fighter. Um, and when you go into Doc Ondors, there's a lot in there that is connected to the comics and other stuff. There's a there's a there's a baby Sarlacc that is featured heavily right. in that nice. and a lot yeah. of stuff on the walls. And so that that last day was amazing to go. I mean you go through like a bazaar that just each little stall is its own shop. So there's a stall that just has like toys there's a stall that just has costumes there's a stall that has other um uh, just stuffed animals and stuff and and it's just themed and in universe and all of the people talk to you as if they're part of the star Wars universe. They refer to everything as credits. Like I am surprised you're
2: able to resist, uh, the LothCat cat cat purchase.
0: Uh, there was a lot. I think it was, I think part of it is we, we walked through so much. It was like, we were already spending yeah. money at every single stall that you had no, to start getting real, real, real thoughtful. Um, right. the other thing that is really amazing about the, because it, is that again, you know, you can get through the stalls. We were probably through those in a half an hour, right? There's not a ton to do. Um, we, we found a really couple, like at the, um, at docking bay seven, which is like the sit down counter service restaurant, they had some really great outdoor seating, which kind of tucked away. So when we were kind of tired, we go grab a drink, grab a snack and just sit for like a half an hour and talk and just like experience the world, listen to the music and the sounds because it's just start sounds constantly. But they have. And at, now do you dis, hear yeah. ships like taking yes. off and landing? Okay, Absolutely. I've heard that. You hear and to oh, the, cool. you, to the point where you keep looking up, expecting to see everything nice. flying, because it is nice. It is. They 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 do the Doppler, like they literally have yeah. it going from speaker to speaker, so it sounds like it's going overhead. Oh, yeah, you get the natural Doppler yeah, effect exactly. Uh, and then Disney has an app where it has your, your has a data pad on your on your phone, and you can play a game while you're there, which is basically you either choose resistance or first order and you're given missions and it is high tech scavenger hunt that my wife was addicted to. So you go up to scan crates and then you get things in your app. Like you get a schematic for a bowcaster or you'd get different costumes that you could put onto your character.
3: Oh Yeah. I would do that for days.
0: Yeah. I thought, I thought Carly was going to insist we come back the next day too, because like she, she like had things. Like I, just, wow. I was wandering around following her from crate to crate looking around. And she's just like scanning things and solving puzzles on her phone. And it's really cool, too, because you also catch other people doing the same thing. And then you start interacting with them and you can trade. So we were like trading things with people that, oh, I found uh-huh. this. I have two of those. I have one of those. Do you want to trade with me? Like through That's the phone? Amazing.
3: It's like it's great really augmented cool. reality right there.
0: And then the coolest thing is. A lot of the things you you can hack things, which don't get me started. They don't call it slicing. It drove me nuts. Whoa, I kind of got what no, they call it. Uh, whoa, no. whoa, whoa, whoa. I know this, this is Brand
3: where valuation. the lore police have to come in Beginning again. Right?
1: Well, lore in the
3: dialogue, in the dialogue, yeah, they see, kept
1: referring to as slicing.
0: Lore. Yes, <laughs> lore service. there's a word for this. Yeah, on the um, on. The uh, when you read the dialogue, like when you would read Finn's dialogue to you, it would say slicing. But when you hit the button, it would say hacking. So it's my my guess is it originally was called slicing, and then people are just confused because, like, not everyone is a giant Star Wars fan. Like, I there was a moment when I was at Ogus Cantina. I disagree, Adam. I, disagree. I no. This is what I'll tell you. Where I it, it broke my heart. Be. It broke my heart. I was at Ogus Cantina and they play music and they started playing the Cantina song and I okay. cheer, thinking this would be this giant round of. Like, everyone's going to cheer, right? I was just you cheering, and I was like, I'm thoroughly embarrassed. But you're at a Star Wars bar, and they played the Cantina song. Yeah, come on. That was a natural reaction. Dude,
2: if Um, you're at a Star Wars bar, you're just too cool for Star Wars at that point. You're just like, I hang out here every
3: day. I'm never too cool for Star Wars. I'm never too cool for much, but I'm certainly not too cool for Star Wars (laughs) or doing that. But the coolest thing You're at
2: a Star Wars Cantina. (laughs) But you're talking yeah. about Star Trek or Battlestar Galactica. That's that's. that's
3: oh, curious. you're breaking my heart. Oof. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Futurama. Futurama. Those are sorry. Those are the real yeah. ones. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Those are the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the funny thing is at, at that bar, I mean, everywhere they are in character. Like you can try. It's like it's like going to. Well, it's uh, Plymouth plantation. If you're uh, if you're from up here. But um, if you, it's like trying to break them, like you could try, and they will just not understand what you're saying. If you why try would you to want to break
3: at... them? I'd want to go like down the rabbit hole, like,
0: no.
1: like Carly and I did
0: crazy stuff. I um, I got I got pushed around a little bit by one of the first order guards on Rise of the Resistance, and I went, "Hmm, oh, trying to oppress Supreme Leader Wren, are we?" <laughs> <laughs> like, and he, and he was like, "It was just really funny." It was like it was a little back and forth. So he they pick out people. I was wearing my. Star Star Wars Hawaiian shirt, so I got singled out a lot by the uh, cast members, and so does it was a lot feel of
2: like it's like TROS timeline specific? Like,
0: yeah, it's, it's very, like, yeah. it's very, it's very sequel trilogy closer to TROS than to Last okay. Jedi. Um, I mean, it did a good job of like my wife's like, oh, I want to rewatch the sequel trilogy again when we get home. So it's doing it's doing really. a good job there. Yeah, it's a cool um, world, man. It's really cool. But so in the augmented reality thing. When you slice, I'm going to say slice, even though they don't call it that when you slice things, there are real world things you are slicing like a communications tower or an X-Wing. And when you do it successfully, the thing lights up and makes sounds and it's amazing. You're interacting with makes sounds like a full size X-Wing will make stuff will make the powering up sound if you go by and slice it. And so it's really funny because people don't know why these things are making sounds. And meanwhile, once you figure it out, every time you hear it, you're kind of like trying to peg who is slicing it. Oh my gosh. But my favorite thing, because I was just letting my wife just do all the game stuff because I was watching, but we walked by gonk droids. I'm like, Carly, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Please you're hack. Like, it right
1: now.
0: And she had to do like three things to hack it. And then it just started going, they just started going gonk, gonk. gonk. And I was like, <laughs> in heaven. It was like
1: the oh, oh, thing. Oh, the entire- good.
0: I we bought so much stuff. I had so many great experiences, but number one was just hearing a gonk droid go gonk right next to me.
1: Yes. So I keep and seeing you I keep it that. I keep looking at that, like
2: there's like a Regal Robot gonk coffee table that I like keep looking yeah. at. And I'm just it's so close to purchase, hitting yeah.
0: It's um yeah, it was it was really it was really worth it. It was a great experience. Um I highly recommend like if you go, like it is a half, I mean it's less than a half day. There's two rides, there's the the oga's cantina you get 45 minutes if you want to be in there we did not really want to be in a bar for 45 minutes so we were in and out both times pretty quick but it's also like there's not a ton to do in that bar you know it's overpriced crowded. it's really like a 15 minute you have a drink you look around you have a good time you what if you
2: know oga you know
0: yeah i'm sure you can play around with them a little bit (laughs) um but no i um not enough aliens. They need more aliens for sure. I mean, the only one is Doc Ondor in in there, so it's very human centric. Um, but it's also and, like Florida, it's
2: so it's pretty hot. It's but true, but you, can do you what want people to suffer, Adam? No,
0: I, I, for how for much your I own pay?
2: enjoyment?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the second the, the last night we were there, we uh, <laughs> we talked to one of the cast members about our experience on Rise of the Resistance, and they threw us a um, Lightning Lane pass for. Um, Falcon so we were able to get right back on the Falcon ride again oh,
1: cool. and
0: that one Carly and I you can request and we said can we be pilots and they said sure and then they put us in the 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 cockpit by ourselves because they didn't have enough people and so the other two stations were automated so my wife and I were able to do oh. the ride by ourselves
2: what? Was, hold on a second amazing. you and your wife flew the Falcon together yep. but no one
0: I else got got the so that meant I got to do Hyperdrive. Did you make noises? i like nearly (laughs) cried. I'd I have to be honest. Like to actually pull that down, that feel that pull and then It, Wait, it did was, the stars
2: yeah. like streak past you, and yeah. was it yeah. awesome, dude? It dude, that's honestly, and, that's honestly where Star Wars needs to go technologically. Like, in yeah. VR, like I just want to see the the jump diver space in every, on every platform, and because yeah. even Fallen Order like that looked amazing. Like just it's, do that. It, I'll buy a Quest. It was an it, event. Like, quest ad is like yeah. Falcon, like Smuggler's Run, or like Falcon.
0: It's a it's 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 a video game like you are you get points yeah. It gets it actually gets logged into your data pad you get different badges for how well you do like right. it's it's really fun and the technology is amazing it looks great um you know but it so it's like a, so if you do the rides like half days but spend the spend as much time as you can there just exploring and do the I mean, data pad it sounds
3: like the data pad thing is an all day like an 8 hour event
0: to get everywhere because we were just doing the resistance side of the things we weren't even in the first order but it's fun like you just and there's ones you can do that are just standing still so if you do get stuck in a an hour line you can actually play through one thing like with that and like it's just it's it's they, You know, they they put a lot of thought into it. It's really, really impressive. Um, it'll be fun to go back. We didn't do Savi's workshop where you can build a lightsaber. That's something else. We we went to the Droid Depot, which was awesome. Um, it was really fun watching as mostly kids, but build their like droids. You just have a conveyor belt of droid parts going by and, and you just pick them out to decide. Yeah. To put just like together. Ray.
2: You're just like scrubbing, yeah. scrubbing that one. Yeah, it's and really There's like, yeah. An eight, it's like 110 year old woman.
0: Yeah it's really neat and then i mean doc ondors is, is i got my holocron which is amazing there's there's tons of figurines and busts that you can buy um and just i just was standing there staring at the wall just like just mm-hmm. pegging every single like blaster and helmet but and i couldn't get close enough to the counter cuz it was a little busy and we were social di- socially distancing um but there are things under that counter that have like price tags that are in like close to you know close to five figures like seven eight thousand dollars Wow! yeah i just I want heard to like see this,
3: yeah
2: they look like there's some pretty sweet helmets in there too and i was like are there these are like unique helmets you can't get anywhere else
3: do they have the imperial guard helmets the Red they ones? do yeah. yeah
0: yeah there was there's that helmet up there yeah i mean those
2: are cool The white like, whale
3: for me yeah,
0: yeah.
2: they're pretty cool
0: like, yeah it was it's yeah I, it's it's a lot of fun. Um you know, it is not as immersive as you would think it would be mostly because there's a lot of people in t-shirts walking around, right? Like
2: and now, like were you happy right. with the sequel trilogy era or did you want like OT?
0: Um I was actually okay with the sequel okay. I, because it was because it really did feel the closest I ever been to a Disney park of being in a world. Like it, yeah. everything connected. It made sense. It, it it just, it would have been a little confusing. I mean, you could do original trilogy time for sure. Um, but I, I don't know. I was okay with that. I mean, here's, I think here's one of the things that made it for me. Why I was okay with it. There's a scene with Ray by an X-Wing, an actor playing Ray. And there are so many little kids, mostly little girls, um, cosplaying as Ray. And right. to Watch that kid see Ray. That I did adversely cry. Like, I actually had to walk away for a second because I I was rolling tears. Oh, yeah. And the most amazing part was the Ray actress got off the stage, actor got off the stage, and was walking to the next section, pointed to a little girl very suspiciously, and waved her to come with me, basically.
3: Oh, my God. And that
0: little girl, like, you just see her heart Never seen And brought her to meet Chewbacca because the next scene had Chewbacca. So she got oh, to meet amazing. like it was just you could watch this kid's dream come true. And I think what the sequel trilogy is, there's just more for more people to experience in that way, you know. Yeah. And so that's why, you know, may not be my favorite era in Star Wars. But I think for a theme park and who you're servicing, it makes so much sense. Yeah.
2: Wow. Definitely. And uh-huh. the ships, did you see TIEs? Did you see X-Wings? Yep. Did you see... Uh,
0: tie uh, saw a TIE fire, X-Wing, A-Wing, uh, a couple of shuttlecrafts, and that's pretty much it. That's and the, obviously the Falcon. And the Falcon looks amazing.
2: And they don't have, like, a blockade runner or, like, a Tantive. No,
0: oh. no, not in... The closest thing is in the Rise of the Resistance. Resistance. Um, you also do, in the Rise of the Resistance, walk past, um, like... A, a, a battalion of sto- of animatronic stormtroopers. Yes, just amazing. Like that again. That's part of the line. <laughs> like you just walk past them, and their heads are slightly moving. And X wings that are just um. I'm sorry, a tie fighters that are just on the wall, nice. like in in episode seven. Like that's, that's just just walk it through that. <laughs>
2: so you're like Poe. You're like astonished by like, yeah. Glossy yeah. Oh, hangar. That's amazing. Yeah. Brand new hangar. You're like, where do they get all this money? Yeah. It's like
3: <laughs> go in lowering your. Who's fudging
2: these guys? The floors <laughs> right. are polished.
0: Go in lowering your expectations, and it will rise above what your original expectations were. Does that make sense? Like if you, you go do, in yeah. expecting too much, you're you're going to be disappointed. But if you go in just looking at fun, it's going to be more than more fun than you could have expected to have. If that makes any sense.
2: It sounds it does. amazing. It I'm does. It sounds... Did you see a dianoga water water fountain? Was that there?
0: Uh, no, I did. See, wait, did I? No, I didn't see a water fountain, but I did see a dianoga somewhere. Oh, nice. Where did I see one? Yeah, it's
2: great I'm that you don't even go. Yeah. yeah. So, how expansive is it? Like, I'm thinking, like, you it's know, not the great. Black Spire book. There's like a little no. campsite they keep retreating to in the woods in the jungle or whatever, and then it's... a lot of trees and things
0: it's small it's relatively small it's it's it is not a big i mean it's in so it's in hollywood studios which is the smallest disney theme park already and it's not a very big section it's it's enough it's enough that there are like four distinct areas there's the resistance camp the first order landing then the then the then the falcon area and then the bazaar so it's enough that you feel like you're going from area to area. They also we were walking by. There's a section that is not used for much is just for moving people. And we pegged because we walked around. Toy Story Land is right next to it. And I, I did a bit of surveying mm-hmm. <laughs> where I walked around and tried to see as close as I could get. And there's a giant area that is not being used for anything. Okay story 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 land and right and, and and galaxy's edge and there's a per and carly has it pegged where they're going to open another ride so we think mm-hmm. it, and it's right next to a speeder workshop so i'm okay. wondering if there's gonna be a speeder ride coming at some point soon so i think they have plans for a third ride there at some point amazing i can't wait to go um it's a lot slight,
2: of fun. slightly off brand for our yeah. podcast but um is, was there an avengers campus there like was
0: no being built or nope there's no plans currently to yeah. have one being built in Disney World. And I, the rumor is it's because uh, Universal Studios still has the rights to the superhero theme park. Like, there's still the... whole mm. Hulk uh, ride. Marvel Spider-Man ride. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Superman, uh... I literally think it's a state thing where they're not... Disney's not allowed to build any Marvel stuff in Florida got to go to got to go to Disneyland if you want your Marvel's campus or your right. Pim particle China? cafe I think there's a couple around the globe but, because yeah. the,
2: the the cafe sounds amazing yeah
0: yeah yeah. Um, yeah I will say the food was was we went to the dock uh, docking bay stuff. the food is great they had their own beer which was really good just a nice a nice logger an ale
2: a Korean ale yeah if you yeah. will yeah,
0: And then and then the the bars, the, the drinks at Oga's are all just renamed other drinks like Carly accidentally got a blue wine. I accidentally got a um, a uh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> was not what I was expecting at ten at ten o'clock at night, but you know, is it, it, it written it's in Arabic? That's how they get you to buy it twice.
1: No, you just aren't
0: reading no. like you aren't reading very closely. Like if you read it all, you'll figure it out. But I was just like, well, we haven't tried that one yet. I'll try that. It was the blood. It was the bloody raincore. I mean, of course, it's the bloody Mary, right? But it it was it was good. <laughs> it was fine. I mean, Ben, but I've had you just blood- wanted
2: to be. You wanted to sound like <laughs> it could be a blood and sand hunter in the yeah, galaxy. Exactly. You were like, I yeah. drink a bloody raincore.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was really fun, and. Uh, I We were we were trying to get a picture of Chewbacca by the Falcon and his handler, who's just a resistance pilot, sauntered up and was telling us um, Star Wars dad jokes for like five minutes straight. Like he just kept going on. And I was like, That's hey, we're, we're having fun because I could I was I was able to predict about half of the punchlines, And yeah. so we would say so like unison, are, and then there was this moment of cheer when I would say i in unison. So <laughs>
2: There's their dialogue. Is it? in galaxy sound yes like that's like what they say sound like someone who was in the who lives in the
0: galaxy i give you my favorite favorite exchange which which i still don't know whether it was a bit or not um but i was at the milk stand nice as, as there should be and i i got and i got my milk uh blue milk that time and as i was getting it the the people behind the workers were chatting with each other, and they said, oh, "I really want to work at Ogos. They pay such. They pay so many more credits. Uh, and I think I think you can actually get health insurance there too. And it was like one well, of those amazing things where I'm just like, because they're saying they're talking about credits and like right. health insurance. Yeah, health insurance is a little <laughs> out of galaxy.
1: Yeah,
0: but yeah. Like they couldn't say it pays more per hour. Like they have. They they are so ingrained. And we were at another stand outside of Galaxy's Edge." And they mentioned it's in credits. And I kind of looked at her. she's like, oh, sorry, I'm not in Galaxy's Edge today.
1: Like, you tell
0: <laughs> They're very strict, which is not surprising at Disney. Like, you cannot say anything but credits when they're being. And right. all of them will say bright suns and all the other greetings as they're letting you go. If you take, if you say, do they take Apple uh, Pay? They'll say, like, we take that form of payment. You can't get them to say Apple Pay. Like, you can't get yeah, them to yeah. say credit cards or anything oh, like yeah. that. It's really yeah (laughs) (laughs) pay with what
2: i can't (laughs) hear
3: you
0: (laughs) it's uh, it's it's they are really some are into it more than others you can see some of them rolling their eyes while they're having to say the stuff and others what are you you trying to
2: barter what if you say like you know you just need one like power coupling for your hyperdrive i I, trade like some uh i don't know some other currency
0: uh Yeah, there are some that if you read the room, uh, they will absolutely play along with you, I'm sure.
2: What if you bring a (laughs) a, a calamari flan or whatever? What if you bring another currency with you and you try to barter with that currency? Will they even acknowledge the name of that currency? Uh, Some probably will. Theoretically, they could. They should.
3: Yeah. I mean, you, you could present your calamari flan and be like, will you take? This many calamari flans? I would never about
2: my calamari flan. For- <laughs> I know <laughs> they're
3: probably more expensive. Yeah. Than the it's drink. true.
1: They
0: um bad the exchange. Really funny
1: flan. Is that really what it's
2: called? Yeah,
0: hundred <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> percent. Uh, they um they
2: like what are the terries, The Republic dectaries, Like oh that's maybe right. An older currency. What if I bring in something a little <laughs> older? What happens then? Do they know what They don't know what that is.
0: Maybe again, it it depends on, (laughs) but what's also fascinating is they definitely give people. I don't know how kosher this is, but they give um, some of the cast members certain jobs, depending on appearance. And what I mean by that is the, the first order people are very clean shaven and like, they clearly look like first order people. Right. And then the scruffier ones, People with like facial hair (laughs) are always resistance. Like I was looking, I was like trying to find a scruffy uh, first order, Uh, or or a uh, or a uh, clean shaven resistance person. I could. I'm sure
3: they were all cast with physical appearance in mind.
0: There's one in particular, and I don't like to talk too much about people's appearances, but there is a first order person. I pointed to Carly. he looks like a First Order. Like, he yeah, looks... He is, like, yeah. like, just, like, 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 he just looked like... like <laughs> wow, that is good if casting. someone can
2: look fascist, they look very
3: fascist. Very, very, very extremely sure. fascist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, to me, that's, like, clean-shaven, but possible, like, mustache? Like, possible handlebars? Like, possible...
0: I'm so glad <laughs> I went back for a third time this report would have been very different. <laughs> because that, that third day really made it. That's the way to do it. It's just... It's just like the know. Ted Cruz werewolf first-order guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's
1: out there. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> who said he was, looks like he's caught in between a
3: transformation? <laughs> <laughs> That's your perfect I, first-order. No, so is, That's so what fascism so. looks like. Yeah? Nah, <laughs> I mean, like...
2: Yeah, they probably have a book and it's like all the different, you know, trimmings and their hair
0: stylings of Ted Cruz. I, I would say <laughs> on, on a kind of just summing it all up, I would say the best way to go there is as if you were going to um, a tourist spot to explore. Like, don't treat it like a theme park. Like, treat it as a exploration and I think you'll have a lot more fun Is if you just... Take your time, look at everything, and try so to... So the
2: gift it. shop, is, yeah. there, is it, like, does, does it have far more Star Wars products than your, your regular, everyday Disney yes, store? Yes,
0: be- because these are in-universe items, meaning you can't buy anything in there that says any names of any of the movies. <laughs> right. It, it is all as if, like, you were actually at a universe like in it's, in you it sounds like a quarter of
3: this park is a gift shop right
0: yeah it's a bazaar like it's it's this enclosed it looks very much like a middle eastern bazaar it has stalls it has an amazing roof it has like a, it has a fountain in the middle that might have been the dinoga D- D- but no no one's running water right now because of covid um but like there's little like fake stalls mm. like there's this amazing one which is like this just like wood carving stall, which just had all these like wood carvings that just wasn't open. That's never open. They used to look at, there was just like a pork huh. stall. that was selling like stuffed porgs and you go through and you come out and Ronto's roasters and you just have a, you just have a, a, a droid turning the spit of a fake uh, roasting Ronto. Like, and then you get a Ronto wrap. Yeah. And then you get a Ronto wrap. Carly had one of those. She said it was delicious. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I'm uh,
3: here for the Ronto wraps.
0: Really good. It's uh, it's it's it was just a ton of fun. It's just, you know, if you love Star Wars and you can immerse yourself in it, the funniest part was Carly scanning things. And there's there are crates. Basically, you're saying crates and you get what's inside the crates (laughs) and you're been a scavenger hunt. So there might be like seven crates and you just keep scanning until you get the item. You get to keep keep all the items that you're scanning. And uh, there's one of these crates were set up enough to look like seats that people were sitting there. And Carly who is such a, like, once you get her in a game, she's like, right. I walked up to these people who were sitting, <laughs> It was just like, D- do you mind if you move your head a little bit to the left so I can scan this this barcode behind you? <laughs> like, just these poor people.
1: <laughs> just after a day,
0: <laughs> they're like, we'll okay. Just be like, Moving just a tad. But then, <laughs> then they are like, like, oh, they're like, heat
2: exhaustion, like, and I have yeah. this cough, and I don't know what it could be, and then it's just like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but then they were like, why, and Carly does, like, is, as, a, as a consummate, you know, uh, a marketer was told them all about the app, and they all they all sat there and downloaded the app. So she did a good job of getting yeah, <laughs> getting, getting them Disney involved. Be more app downloads.
3: <laughs> Amazing. Hey, anything that gets people to interact together, I think, is a
0: think so. novel and cool thing. We had a nice did conversation. Any
2: like lightsaber fights like erupt in the middle of the park
0: and yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> lot shockingly lots of them in front of the uh, in front of the Millennium Falcon. The cool thing is, um, is if you, the, they have photographers, uh, on hand at Disney, obviously, okay. um, at night they bust out lightsabers and they are the real lightsabers you can buy at Savi's workshops and will allow you to pose with them and play with them. So you don't have to actually buy one to get a picture with one and actually play around oh, cool. with it. A little bit. So I, we didn't get a picture taken, but I I swung one of those lightsabers from Savi's workshop and they're, they're pretty amazing
3: are they are they really cool cuz the they're photos i had cool. seen i they they i don't know they they didn't really blow me away i, I no. hadn't seen many but like that's good to know they're pretty cool it
0: felt better like i was holding them they felt weighted right and they and they and they hummed when you swung it and it you know it it was good you know it cool. was i was really impressed with that yeah
3: cool uh, i think that's it any other that? questions
0: <laughs> that's it that's oh, my experience it was awesome
3: I, you know, this has yeah. been open for a long time and you're yeah. the first one to see it, Adam. I feel, you know, a little embarrassed it's taken this long to go see it, well, but um, I'm really happy for you that you got to go and I'm grateful that someday I'll be able to go there and check it out.
0: Oh, we're all going to go. We're all going to go one time and yeah. we're all going to yeah. fly the Falcon.
3: That sounds like a blast. Right. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, um everyone, thanks very much for listening to us this week. Um, fun week in Star Wars. We're cranking back up again with new content, so. Um, that's really exciting, and I'm um, looking forward to talking to you in the new year. So, as always, have a fantastic week, and may the Force be with you.
2: This is Grex condax signing off. For the latest breaking news, follow at world News on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, and good night. Remember,
1: the Force will be with you, always.